Hey, everybody, you're listening to Nothing But Everything, the podcast where we talk about nothing, everything, and anything in between in hopes that you leave here feeling a little bit better about yourself. I'm your host and resident 20-something, Taylor Ann Carpenter. Today's episode has nothing to do with indifference, but everything to do with care. We're talking about compassionate empathy. I've been told that I'm a very empathetic person. I tend to listen to other people's problems and go as far as to feel the same things, the same emotions, as if they were mine, as if I was experiencing the same issue. As we get older, life gets harder. Someone's 20s is usually the first time they experience the real world, and with that, things just naturally become more difficult. During this time, we often look to our friends to give us advice, and our friends look to us for the same thing. But as each of us are dealing with our own lives, it can become a lot to have your friends doing the same thing. It becomes overwhelming, especially for someone who is on the empathetic side. If you know me, you know I like to keep it real. So to be real for a second, I've been struggling with empathy lately. In fact, I'm not that sympathetic either. And recently, I'd go as far to say I've been apathetic. Now I know I said that I tend to be an empathetic person, but it's been a lot more difficult lately, and I keep wondering why. What in my life has changed? What in my heart has changed? Have I become too closed off? Am I dealing with too many personal problems? Have I spent so many years being the person people go to for advice, being the person others count on, being the person who feels others' feelings that I just got burnt out? I just want to know what happened to me. Why is it so much harder for me to be empathetic or at least to show a little sympathy? So I've been thinking about it, spending a lot of time thinking about it, actually. And I've come to the conclusion that rather than lacking empathy recently, I've been missing the compassion that needs to come along with it. Empathy is crucial in today's world. Though it is a necessary skill, compassion seems to be the greater tool that is missing in our world. So in an effort to cultivate compassionate empathy, I took a deep dive into empathy, sympathy, apathy, and compassion. I decided to look at what each one is and how they affect the others. And that's what we'll be discussing today on Nothing But Everything. Let's start out with the proper definition of empathy. Empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of others. WebMD says empathy is, quote, the foundation for kindness and understanding. It helps us in relationships to understand the needs, experiences, and feelings of the other person. While this is a broad definition of empathy, psychologists Daniel Goleman and Paul Ekman say that there are three types of empathy, cognitive, emotional, and compassionate empathy. Cognitive empathy is understanding where a person is coming from or what it would be like to be in their shoes. It involves the brain. When someone displays cognitive empathy, they are able to perceive and identify another person's emotions. Cognitive empathy is the rational, logical side of empathy. And you might be thinking, but doesn't all empathy require you to feel? Well, not quite. (laughs) This type of empathy identifies emotions one might be feeling. For example, if a friend comes up to you and tells you their dog died, you can see your friend is upset, and you understand why they're upset, but you might not be feeling the same thing. You are cognitively empathizing with them because you know what they are feeling and why they are feeling this way, but you yourself aren't experiencing that same emotion. Moving on to emotional empathy. Emotional empathy is feeling the feelings or emotions that another person is feeling. This is what most people think of when they think about empathy. It is often called effective empathy because 
one person's emotions affect the others. Indeed.com describes it by saying, quote, emotional empathy typically hinges on individual experiences with similar emotions or situations. This basically means that when you show emotional empathy towards someone else, you have the same emotions they might be having because you relate to them on that emotional level, likely because you've experienced the same emotions in a similar instance. Let's say a friend comes to you crying over a breakup, and after your friend tells you about it, you begin to feel sad about your last breakup or even the distance between you and a person you were once close to. Two psychologists, Hodges and Myers, wrote in 2007 about the three different aspects of emotional empathy. Quote, The first is feeling the same emotion as another. The second component, personal distress, refers to one's own feelings of distress in response to perceiving another's plight. The third emotional component, feeling compassion for another person, is the one most frequently associated with the study of empathy in psychology. Which brings us to a brief definition of our next type of empathy, compassionate empathy. Compassionate empathy is the combination of cognitive empathy and emotional empathy, which is why we can't simply consider it to be emotional empathy. It is when empathy takes action. We'll get a deeper look at this kind of empathy, compassionate empathy, and how to have compassionate empathy later. But for now, let's take some time to discuss sympathy. Sympathy is often wrongfully used interchangeably with empathy. In this context, sympathy is typically defined as a feeling of pity for someone else's situation. Unlike empathy, if you were to be sympathetic towards someone, you'd likely be sorry that they are struggling but wouldn't understand and or feel the same emotion. SixSeconds.org says sympathy, quote, keeps a certain distance, meaning you don't put yourself in another person's shoes or walk with them through the struggles. The way I think about it is the attitude of, oh, that sucks for you, but not my problem. And maybe you don't mean it like that, but that's 100% how it comes off. Because of a disconnect that comes with it, many people think sympathy minimizes a person's feelings. It tends to be looked down upon. In some situations, sympathy can be an acceptable response, but generally speaking, most people would prefer empathy. However, I can almost guarantee that no one wants apathy. Apathy is the opposite of empathy. They are complete antonyms. Oxford Languages describes apathy as, quote, the lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. When you break down the etymology of the word a, it means without or no, and pathy means feeling. So apathy literally means without feeling. The Jed Foundation, a mental health organization, lists several reasons one might be experiencing apathy. These include poor self-esteem, trauma, trouble adjusting to new circumstances, feeling stuck or being burnt out, and or being overwhelmed. Simply put, apathy is not caring. For me, I've been feeling a little apathetic lately. It's probably from the burnout I was experiencing from the end of the semester and the busy holiday. But when friends have come to me in recent weeks and asked me for advice or just wanted to talk to me about their problems, sometimes I just didn't care. And I try my best to care, but some days I don't have it in me. I mean, I would never look at my friend and say the words, I don't care. In all seriousness, I do genuinely care about my friends and care about what's going on in their lives, and I want to help them in any way I can. But I was definitely feeling apathetic. And apathy is just not the way to respond to your friends. So even when I feel apathetic, I try my best to show a little compassion. Speaking of compassion, compassion literally translates to, quote, 
to suffer together. So compassion is walking alongside someone as they go through suffering. It is not just recognizing how someone's feeling in a situation. It's not just feeling the same things they are feeling. It is seeing them and wanting to help them. It is wanting to ensure that they don't go through things alone. Compassion is understanding where others are coming from, so much so it prompts you to help them or not leave them out to dry, per se. You want to ensure that they aren't alone. Hear me when I say this. No one is ever alone. Everyone experiences similar things. And even if you think your experience is 1,000% unique, someone at the very least has experienced something just like you. It is one of my greatest desires to not have others suffer alone. I believe you aren't alone in any situation. Part of being close to someone, part of being their friend, is to make sure that they don't have to go through tough things alone. Compassion helps us make meaningful connections and build relationships that go deeper than the surface level. Compassion is a form of nurture. So when those around you are suffering or experiencing difficult circumstances, showing compassion encourages growth and development while promoting care. Though the two are different, compassion and empathy go hand in hand. Compassion is the action of empathy, which is the feeling or knowledge. So now that we understand the difference between empathy, sympathy, apathy, and compassion, let's circle back to why compassionate empathy is what we all need to start showing to those around us. A writer for Positive Psychology wrote, quote, Compassion and empathy are fundamental aspects of quality relationships as they enable kind and loving behaviors. The combination of the two gives us compassionate empathy. And as I mentioned earlier, compassionate empathy combines cognitive and emotional empathy and brings that into action. Compassionate empathy is vital to maintaining relationships. There's that old saying, actions speak louder than words. And it's true. It'd be one thing if you were going through a hard time and a friend said something along the lines of, oh, I completely understand, or I feel for you. You're not alone. Or even, I know exactly what that's like. But it's another thing for that friend to show you that they are right there with you, that you aren't alone. I mentioned earlier that I was digging into what empathy was, and that's when I realized that I may not actually be lacking in empathy, but rather lacking in compassion. I understand the emotions and often feel those emotions when my friends come to me with their struggles, but lately I haven't been putting any of those thoughts or feelings into action. To have compassionate empathy, you must take steps to reduce emotional pain or concern that someone else is feeling. These steps need to be practical, things within your control, because there are definitely some cases where taking action doesn't mean solving the problem. In some situations, only time can heal it. The example I think of happened between me and one of my friends. She was going through a tough breakup. It was hard for her. She had been with the guy for a few years and really liked him, but it just wasn't working out for either of them. In this situation, I couldn't just solve the problem I couldn't say, oh, you just need a rebound and everything will be okay. First of all, how insensitive would that be? But second of all, she had spent multiple years with the guy and there were deep feelings involved. Showing compassionate empathy in this case was offering to take her on late night drives or bring her ice cream, letting her cry to me for hours if that's what she needed. There was no solving the problem, just being there and showing love in simple ways and doing that for as long as it took. It's what I like to call treating the symptoms because I can't solve the problem. There wasn't a cure to the breakup. 
Another instance where I was shown compassionate empathy was a couple years back during my first year of college. It was right at the end of the first semester, so my friends and I had just finished our exams and were hanging out, seeing each other frequently, just chilling, you know? Well, November and December of 2020 were not the best for my family. We had a lot going on, including the death of my grandmother, my dad's mom. We called her Nana. That was a hard thing for me. And truthfully, it was the first time I had really experienced losing someone I was close to. Two of my friends, both of which I'm still close to, were living together at the time and knew about it. So they called me one afternoon and invited me over to have dinner with them. I was hesitant, but they convinced me. When I got there, they had a whole spread of my favorite foods. Nothing says compassion like Chick-fil-A chicken nuggets. But to be real, the whole night was a blast. We watched the, at the time, new Little Women movie with Emma Watson, Florence Pugh, and of course, Timothy Chalamet. And if you know me, you know I love Emma Watson, Florence Pugh, and Timothy Chalamet. They invited a few more of our friends to hang out and eat. They both individually wrote me really sweet cards. It was something I'll never forget, and it's something that I think about often. That is compassionate empathy. Taking action. Helping a friend because you feel for them or know what they are going through. You show others you care. You, in a sense, put your money where your mouth is. So how do we show compassionate empathy? To express more compassionate empathy requires you to be kind, be intentional, and be aware. My friends didn't have to plan a whole night for me full of my favorite things. But to show they care and really know me, they knew that something like that would really help me. Compassion is action and care. As we go about our days, I implore you to show compassionate empathy. While you could just show empathy, compassionate empathy is not just having the understanding of the emotions and situations. It's not feeling the same emotions. It's not sympathy. It's not feeling pity for another person. And as we discussed, it's certainly not apathy. Compassionate empathy is action prompted by empathy. It is caring for those around you because you know and understand what it's like to be in their shoes. Compassionate empathy is not a one-and-done thing. We have to work every day to grow our compassion and grow our empathy. Some weeks, it might be harder to show compassionate empathy, like what I've been experiencing recently, but that's okay. We just have to try. We have to make a conscious decision to show compassion. We need to be intentional in displaying our kindness. We need to be aware of those around us, be conscientious of the people we're close to and what they're going through and how life is treating them. Make it your mission to show compassionate empathy to strangers. Buy coffee for the woman behind you in line because you can tell she needs a pick-me-up. Even complimenting a stranger on your way to class is a simple step towards compassionate empathy. Compassionate empathy starts with being kind, intentional, and aware. Maybe it takes a little more time or a little more effort, but it isn't a hard task. Be the person people associate with compassionate empathy. Compassionate empathy will never do you wrong. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening to Nothing But Everything. I hope you enjoyed our time together and are feeling a little bit more seen. If you like this podcast, feel free to subscribe and stay up to date on our episodes. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Tat Girl or on Twitter at Taylor Ann Carpe. Bye, y'all.